Good afternoon. I'm Christian Zylstra, and you're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. This is the Defender Football pregame show, and today we're getting you sent for the contest between the Jamestown Jimmies and the Dort Defenders. The Jamestown Jimmies playing their second game of the season 0-1 on the year, losing 23-3 against Concordia in their season opener. The Defenders 2-1 this season, winning their first two games and then falling last week at home against Northwestern 48-40. The Defenders have uh, four home games scheduled out of their five games in the month of October. This is the second game and the second at home this month. So Dort University will look to bounce back, and they're facing a team that, over the past two years, the Defenders have outscored Jamestown 90-34 over the course of those two contests. We'll dive into uh, today's game as well as some other information, including our GPAC football report with GPAC Commissioner Corey Westra, our Dort Football Senior Interview with Defensive Tackle Jake Buchelman, and my weekly interview with Dort University Head Football Coach Joel Penner. So plenty to get to today. With that, let's head over to Corey Westra. We'll take a look at our GPAC football report. This is the GPAC Football Saturday Report for Saturday, October 10. Brought to you by the Great Plains Athletic Conference and Cypress Chris Management, the official championship partner of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. On your Football Saturday Report this week, let's go to the scoreboard from last Saturday around the conference. Midland was a winner over Briar Cliff on the road, 56-3. Concordia at home defeated Jamestown, 23-3. Dakota Wesleyan wins in Crete over Doan, 29-26 and Northwestern over Dort, 48-40. The Hastings-Morningside game has been postponed to later in the season. Let's go to the Hoffman America Sports Week Number 4, GPAC Football Players of the Week. The Offensive Player of the Week is Tyson Coima, quarterback from Northwestern, the senior from Hall, Iowa, threw for a career-best five touchdowns in Northwestern's win over Dort, 48-40, 17 out of 27 for 290 yards and had touchdown passes to three different receivers. Chase Hammonds, defensive lineman from Concordia, is the defensive player of the week. He is a senior from Columbus, Nebraska, seven, a part of seven sacks and a win over Jamestown. He had two of them. He also contributed three tackles and a quarterback hurry. Dalton Tremaine, a return specialist from Midland, is the special teams player of the week. He junior from Punka, Nebraska, had four total returns on the day, setting up the Midland offense in great field position. He had a pair of kickoff returns for 72 yards, including one for 56. He also had two punt returns for 46. One of those went for 25 yards. That is your Hoffman America Sports Football Players of the Week for week number four. That's a look back at last week around the Great Plains Athletic Conference coming up after the break. We'll take a look at the schedule for October 10 for GPAC Football. The GPAC Football Saturday Report rolls on right after this. The Great Plains Athletic Conference was founded in 2000 and is proud of its academic and athletic excellence. Since the league began, we have had 31 NAIA National Team Championships and boast over 700 NAIA Dactronics Scholar Athletes annually. To learn more about the GPAC, including fan protocols during COVID-19, go to our website at gpacsports.com or follow us on Twitter at GPAC Sports. 
There is now a three-game slate for GPAC football this Saturday. Let's go to the schedule. A trophy game in Fremont with Midland hosting Hastings. That is for the Watchorn McLaughlin Trophy. That will be at Heatham Field again at 1 o'clock kickoff. Jamestown goes to Sioux Center to take on Dort. 1 o'clock game there. And at 1.30 at Elwood Olson Stadium in Sioux City, Morningside will host Briarcliff. That is for the battle for the Sioux City saddle, and a rivalry game between the two Sioux City schools. Concordia Dakota Wesleyan football has been postponed. That game will now be played on Saturday, November 21. The rest of the league has buys this week for the conference schedule. Let's go to the standings. Concordia is 4-0. They lead the league. Morningside is 2-0 in conference play. Dort and Northwestern are both 2-1 in GPAC football. Doan is 2-2. Hastings and Midland are both 1-2. Dakota Wesleyan is 1-3. Jamestown 0-1 with Briarcliff at 0-3 in conference play. Don't forget to check the GPAC website along with each member institution's website for all the schedule changes. We have had football games moved into later dates this season. Find those online. If you've not yet given us a follow on Twitter, we are at GPAC Sports. This has been your GPAC Football Saturday Report for October 10. I'm Corey Westra for the Great Plains Athletic Conference. I'm Christian Zylstra. You're listening to the Defender Football pregame show here on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. As we move forward here in the program, it's time for our Door Football Senior Interview. And today we're joined by defensive tackle Jake Buchelman. Jake is from Ripon, California, plays on the defensive line. And so, Jake, thanks for joining us on the program. Obviously, some exciting times, a couple games here into your senior season. Let's just start with, uh, so you come to Dort University from Ripon, California. How did you first hear about Dort, and what stood out to you about the university and about this football program where you said, I like this place, this is where I want to continue my education and my athletic career? Back in my hometown, there's usually a couple people that go to Dort every every year. We come from a CRC. I think my pastor's on the board here. So I'd known about Dort, but I'd never been out here or anything. And then when I came out on my visit, I kind of just had that feeling this was the right place, just just kind of had that, that urge to go, I guess. And then I was in talks with Coach Mingo, and he helped me along the way too, recruiting me and things like that. This fall camp was, was almost certainly unlike any other you had been a part of. As a senior, how did you have to adjust to get prepared for and ready for whatever this season would bring? So there was a lot more work on your own, especially in the off season. We all had to, you kind of had to take the initiative on your, by yourself. We didn't have spring ball to go through, and we knew that because of that, some of the freshmen might not be where they would be at normally if they didn't have that time to develop or pretty much the whole team. And on top of that, we did have a lot of quarantine people early in camp, so there was a lot of just working through all that, and you just had to be ready for whatever came about. Everyone had to be ready to go. How would you describe your personality when it comes to being on the football field versus off the football field. I know some guys, you know, it's not that you aren't a great guy, but when you step on on the football field, you have to take a different level of tenacity to your game. How do your personalities compare on the football field versus off it? I don't have as big of a personality difference as a lot of people, but I think the biggest difference for me is I'm pretty laid back usually. But whenever I'm doing football stuff, I'm a lot more intense. I'm a lot more uh, focused, I guess. So there's that. 
but there's definitely a little bit of that that nastiness that people talk about that you have to have and even if you're a nice guy or whatever if you don't have that you're not going to be too successful in football you've had a solid career so far and we continue to see Dort football really grow as a program in all facets in your mind what does it look like when a program like Dort University when its football program reaches its peak so I think obviously the peak for any program is you know that national championship that's what everyone's going for but I think you can sort of be at your peak before you get to that point we're definitely on our way there we're not quite there yet we just have room to grow but there's there's those milestones you got to hit the conference championship undefeated all that stuff but just the overall brotherhood that's going on that goes along with it just kind of the opinion of your program from other schools you can be at the peak and not necessarily be the best but you could be up there so just kind of as a whole just keep moving in the right direction last question for you jake you're a senior when you look back at your time here at Dort, how important has the sport of football, this program, this coaching staff been for you personally as a player and as a man? Uh, it's been tremendous for me. Just going through, looking back, there's a lot of times when I wasn't sure like what I was going to do with my life, and I was like, yeah, I'll go play some football, and then that kind of helped me establish what I wanted to do. It kept me focused, kept me motivated. You know, there's those days when you're struggling in class or doing stuff like that, but you realize you can't do that. you got to focus because if you don't have good grades, you're not going to be able to play football. So there's those things that go along with it. And the coaches, they set great role models. Uh, they're people to look up to. And even just other kids on the team, it's just kind of the whole experience just kind of grows you as a man. By the end, you're, you can definitely look back and say it was better for you. Well, Jake, we appreciate your time. Best of luck to you the rest of the season and uh, with your career, and best of luck uh, health-wise as well moving forward for the team. Yeah, thank you. We're joined next year on the Defender Football pregame show and the Premier Communications Defender Coaches Show by the head coach of the Dort University football program, Joel Penner. Coach Penner, thanks for joining us and taking some time out of what's a busy schedule here. You have uh, five games in the month of October. Four of those on the schedule are at home. And today, after not having a home game until October 3, you now get a second consecutive home game today against Jamestown. So, Thanks for joining us, Coach. Always appreciate chatting with you. Another year, another tight back-and-forth matchup on the gridiron between Dort and Northwestern. The Red Raiders got out to the quick start, a 14-0 lead, but your guys immediately fought back, tied things up at 14, tied things up at 21. Ultimately, you trailed 28-21 at the halftime, and your decision to defer at the beginning meant you'd get the ball to start the second half. What were kind of your thoughts with the way the guys played in that first half against Northwestern? We got into a hole early, and uh, we, we gave up those two early scores. One of the things I was really proud of, you know, we, we've been working year after year to try to develop a, a DNA or a culture on our team where we, we compete regardless of whatever the score says, you know, because there's so many moments in football where, uh, let's just say you're really tempted to let the scoreboard dictate your effort, um, your your competitiveness, and you really, if you, if you're competing in the defender way, you really, you really should should not even be looking up there. You're going to compete the same no matter what the score is. And so, we really uh, showed that. I thought on Saturday we we were down 14, but it was well. We just we got to take care of the next play, you know. And so then we 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 tied it up. And so I was proud of uh, the fight in our guys. Um, you know, we had a hard time 
stopping two or three players on uh, Northwestern's offense. They were tremendous, and and uh, that was that was uh, at the end one of the big reasons I think for the losses. We just had a hard time matching up and making those stops uh, on defense. Well, with that, and then I think the third quarter probably played a big role as well when you look at. Two touchdowns for the Red Raiders, the defensive goal line stand. They were able to hold your side to a field goal attempt on another trip inside the red zone. Obviously, you had the Clayburg injury on that one possession, but Ethan Thomas in the offense still able to move the ball inside the five-yard line on that drive. How big was that third quarter just in terms of it kind of set the stage and you just had to continue to just try to get over that last little hump? How big was that third quarter in deciding the ultimate outcome of that game? Well, it, it, yeah, it put us in another hole. It's one of these games where if you're gonna, if you didn't know the final score and you looked at the stat sheet, you'd say, "What? Wow! How 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 could they have lost this game?" You know, we we outgained quite a bit um, in total offense and first downs. We had 37 first downs, which is unheard of versus a, a, a solid defense. But no, we we were not as good in the red zone as we needed to be to win. You know, we got some field goals, uh, but we had a turnover on downs. And it, boy, if you look at the the final outcome of the game. It's it really to me it came down to the red zone our failure to score touchdowns each time we were in the red zone because they scored touchdown every time they were in the red zone uh, we had to match that and had we matched that we would have had a you know if you do the math we would have had a, a victory in that game so definitely been an emphasis this week to shore up we just had some execution problems down there and and uh, we'll do better next time well and even with that you were able to see the quality of the team and that you are inches away from recovering an onside kick and getting a chance to to drive down the field and push that game into overtime offensively so Noah Clayberg 455 rushing and passing yards I know it wasn't a victory but from a quarterbacking standpoint was that one of the more complete games you've seen from Noah Clayberg and from the offense against a high-level opponent? You know, I'd go as far as to say it's the most elite quarterback performance I've ever seen at Dort. You know, we've had some really awesome statistical days as at quarterbacks, different quarterbacks through the years, but against a, an opponent of that caliber to be that dominant, both as a, a runner and a passer, was it was awesome to see and just a testament to his hard work. You know, if if people watched the game a year ago. It did not go that way for him at all. And and Noah's put in so much work, so much commitment to getting better, and uh, it really showed on Saturday. This week's opponent, you have the Jamestown Jimmies, a program that over the last two years, Dort has outscored 90-34. to They've only played one game so far this season, but what obstacles do you anticipate on the field this week against this Jamestown side? You know, I think the, the biggest obstacle is just preparation and knowing what we're going against. You know, they... They've got the one game now. They played Concordia last week. You know, looked very different from our game last year, both offense and defense. Structurally, they were different. Schematically, they were different. Um, and so we, you know, you don't have enough. You don't have enough information to really create tendency reports and and plan for uh, you know what front you're going to see, what what schemes you're going to see. But you know, that said, we also played Midland for the first game of the year. Every year you play somebody first and second game and you have the similar similar thing going in. I think in games like this you are grateful that you have continuity in your staff because inevitably we're going to be needing to make quick adjustments on the sideline. And when you've got trust in one another, understanding of our systems, knowing how to use our personnel, uh, you're really uh, in a good spot making adjustments. And I, I expect that today that's going to have to happen. Well, and that continuity helps as well with the players when you're looking at you have guys on both sides of the ball that have been a 
part of this program and have had tons of snaps and game action over the past couple of years. So making those adjustments, getting those calls in uh, probably a little smoother than with some of the newer guys or guys just kind of getting their first collegiate action. You guys look to get back in the win column here. What do you see as kind of being the ultimate key, whether it's on offense, defense, or special teams, just for making sure you guys execute and go out there and get back in the win column? You know, we talked as a staff early in the week, and what we really wanted to do this week was uh, have what we're calling a micro-focus. We want to nail it in the little details of the game. I think our team's playing really hard. Uh, I don't have to address effort. I think we're playing really physical football. Um, we are the aggressor, have been in every game. What we have to do is we gotta we gotta take care of the little things, you know, offensively, defensively, and special teams. And so we're gonna be in, in a good in good shape in this ball game as long as we are dotting our eyes, crossing our T's. Coach, always appreciate your time. Thanks, Christian. Thanks to Joel Penner, the head football coach at Dort University, as well as thanks to Corey Westra, our GPAC commissioner, for his work putting together the GPAC football report. And of course, thanks to Jake Buchelman in his senior season, the defensive tackle for Dort University, now a third of the way through his senior season. Today's matchup, the Dort University defenders against the Jamestown Jimmies. Again, Jamestown 0-1 this season, a 23-3 defeat at the hands of Concordia in their opener. Jamestown opened its season last week after having to postpone the first three games on this schedule. In fact, this game in particular was originally scheduled to be back on September 19. But due to COVID-19 and contact tracing, that game had to be pushed back. And so uh, after a few schedule adjustments, here we are today. Dort University against Jamestown in Sioux Center. As I mentioned, the defenders are looking to bounce back from their first loss of this season. Dort started the year 2-0, 22-14, a win at Midland in the season opener. 47-10, a win at Dakota Wesleyan in the second game of the season. And the third game of the season came last week, a big matchup between Dort and Northwestern. The Red Raiders came away victorious 48-40. So Dort will look to get back into the win column today, 2-1 on the season, with a chance to go to 3-1 here today. It's the Jamestown Jimmies and the Dort Defenders coming up next here on KDCR Sioux Center 88.5 FM and KDCR 88.5 Com. I'm Christian Zylstra with that. Let's toss it over to Mike Biker. He's got your call live from Open Space Park in Sioux Center. Thanks a bunch, Christian Zylstra. As we get into today's football game, the main attraction, the 1 o'clock kickoff, Dort versus Jamestown. Great Plains Athletic Conference football action. Dort will be kicking off. Jamestown will be moving from my right to my left or from south to north, if you are familiar with the layout here at Open Space Park. Brett Zachman will be kicking off the defenders in their black jerseys, black pants, gold stripes, and gold numbers. The Jimmies in their white tops, orange numbers trimmed in black. Opening kickoff is taken by Giles. Giles at the 9 to the 15 to the 20 to the 20 and he is brought down as he ends up running east to west instead of north and south and the defenders Brian O'Neill coming up to make the stop number two for the defenders also plays some defense and Giles limited on his return dangerous return man for the Jimmies and now Jamestown will come on the field for the first time this afternoon 
They'll start from their own 19, first down and 10 for Jamestown. Jamestown will employ Cade Torgerson at quarterback. Their wide receiver is Marcus Giles, number four. They'll send him in motion from right to left. Now he reverses field, goes back to the right side. Hand off to the outside and penned up after a three-yard gain for the Jimmies. Is number 35 and a new player in the game, not listed on our two deep. That's Frankie Ingraldi. Ingraldi on the carry. And that'll bring up second down and six. Second and six after the four-yard gain for Ingraldi. Torgerson is your quarterback. Sends a man in motion right to left. Jimmy's in their orange helmets. Back to pass is Torgerson, left-hander looking under pressure and brought down nothing there And Jake Buechelman. Buechelman on the tackle, the quarterback sacked for Buechelman. Buechelman, a 6-foot, 280-pounder from Ripon, California. That's his, he's got two and a half sacks this season now. And that's a loss of eight on the play. It'll be third down and 14. Torgerson had nowhere to throw that time. And now Torgerson in the shotgun. Back to pass, left-hander. Swings it out, far side, running back. Not much room there for Ingraldi, and Graldi is brought down. Abraham stays on the tackle. Not much there, maybe a gain of one as he ended up running to the far sideline, unable to get away from the Dort defense. And Jamestown will be punting for the first time this afternoon. Isaac Miles will punt with his heels on the goal line. Line of scrimmage is the 16. Dort will employ two return men at their own 42-yard line. Nathan Cabongo, one of the deep return men, the twin safeties, they'll kick away from Cabongo and instead kick towards Levi Jungling, and that's a pick-your-poison situation. And they kick it out of bounds on jungling side of the field. Dort will take over first down and 10 in Jamestown territory at the 45-yard line. That's a net of 26 yards on that punt. First down and 10 for the defenders at the Jamestown 45-yard line. We're scoreless, just underway. 13.04 left to play here in the first quarter on the change of possession. Mitchell Van Regen mortar over the football. Noah Clayberg empties the backfield. Three receivers to the left, two to the right. Dort opening things up. They pass it over to Hughes Heisman. Jaden Heisman on the catch. He curls it back inside the 35 down to the 32-yard line. Good to see Jaden make that catch. 6'6", 215-pounder from Pella, Iowa. Nice big target. He makes the catch. That's a pickup of 13 yards on the play. It'll be first and ten. First and ten, Clayberg looks left. Pass complete to Hubelhorst. Hubelhorst near the 25-yard line before he's driven backwards. His forward progress will be marked at the 26. So a gain of six on the play. It'll be second down and four. Second and four for the defenders. Clayberg has Skibout behind him. Fakes the handoff to Skibout. Pass is complete to Heisman. And Jaden Heisman on the reception as he falls to the ground. That's a first down for the defenders near the 20-yard line. And the defenders, three complete passes to start this afternoon's contest. But Skibot in motion. They hand it off to Skibot. Skibot on the outside, unable to shake the corner that came up. 
And the Jimmies. Jimmies say they forced a fumble, but the ball was, came out after Skibout was tackled. That's a gain of two for Carter Skibout and brings up second down and eight. Second and eight, and we have a player for Dort. Looks like might have blood on his arm. That's Walter Black. Walter will check out. Bryce Simnocker will check in. Simnocker will take Walter's spot at left guard. Second down and eight. Simnocker, 6'3", 315-pound junior from Texas. Pass is complete over to Jungling. No, they rule it incomplete as it skips off of the turf. And that'll bring up third down and eight. So third and eight for the defenders. Defenders offensive line right now. You've got Simnocker on the left guard. Left tackle is Alex Heisman, older brother of Jaden. Your center is Mitchell Van Regenmorder. Carter Baldwin is your right guard and your right tackle. I believe that's Parker Beck from Spirit Lake, Iowa over there. Fake the handoff, Clayberg. Clayberg drops back to pass. Drops it off outside to Skibot on the screen pass. Complete to the 10 to the 5. And Skibot is driven out of bounds at the five-yard line. More than enough for a Dort first down. All the way from the 18 down inside the five, down to the three. And that's a 15-yard gain on the play for Skibot on the screen pass. And that'll set up first down and goal to go for the defenders. Threatening to take the lead here with 11.05 left to play in the first quarter. Clayberg surveys. He sends jungling in motion right to left. Hands it off. Skibot. Skibot up the middle. And Carter stopped short of the goal line. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Not much more than that. And that'll be second down and goal to go inside the five. See where they mark the football. Looks like it's in between the two and the three-yard line. Man in motion, jungling. They hand it off to jungling. Jungling racing to the corner. He's going to get there. Levi jungling. His first rushing touchdown of the year. His first touchdown of the year, period. And the defenders cap the 45-yard drive with a touchdown run by Jungling. That brings Brett Zachman onto the field. Dort leading 6-0, pending the point after. Blade Coons will hold. Dort trying to stake themselves to a 7-0 lead. Zachman looks at the uprights. Coons turns his head. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is through. And the defenders take a 7-0 lead. 7-0 our score. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. The defenders take advantage of a 45-yard drive. As they march from the Jamestown 45, inside the 5, Levi Jungling a carry for a 2-yard touchdown run. And the defenders lead 7-0 after the Brett Zachman point after. Giles takes it inside the 5. He's to the 10, to the 15. Coming to the near sideline, tries to cut it back, and there is nothing there. A wave of black jerseys. Cascading down on Giles at the 25-yard line. And now it'll be first and ten for the Jimmies. Jamestown will have it. First down and ten. And the mark of the line of scrimmage at the 24. First and ten for the Jimmies. Dort leading seven to nothing. 
This is a Jamestown offense that has been hampered with COVID blooms and dealing with that. Josiah Cage in the backfield along with Torgerson. Hands it off to Cage. Cage trying to get around the left edge. Brought down by Cabongo and Kak Marinsky in pursuit. Five-yard gain on the play. It's second and five. Second and five, Josiah Cage, just a couple of rushing attempts so far this season. Jamestown relied almost exclusively on the passing game in their season-opening loss to the Concordia Bulldogs. Torgerson rolling out, pursued by Kak Marinsky. He's going to get to the corner and ducks out of bounds at the 31-yard line. A short gain on the play. Maybe picks up a yard or two. It's going to be third down and a long three. They need the 34 for a first down. Ball is just shy of the 31 right now. So let's see if the defense can make a stop and force another three and out. Giles comes to the near side. Your running back is Cage. Cage has not left the field. Torgerson is in the gun. Four down linemen for the defenders. Show blitz with the linebacker. Torgerson under pressure. Torgerson throws to the sideline. Pass falls incomplete, and we're going to have an incomplete pass, but we have a flag coming out, and they're going to rule that... We had uh, defensive back Abraham Stays got tangled up with Marcus Giles on that pass. And they're going to rule that the pass was catchable. Coach Joel Penner, I think the first thing that went through his mind, if I could read it, was that that pass was not catchable. But as it is, the official is going to throw the flag. So that's a first down for the uh, Jimmies on the incomplete pass. Pass interference against Stays. So the Jimmies have it at the Jamestown 46-yard line. So after looking like they were going to get a stop, the defenders instead will now have to have the defense stay on the field. First and 10 for the Jimmies. Approaching Dort territory. Back to pass is Torgerson. Torgerson passes it off to Giles and Giles. Hammered on the play by Van Kickerix. Brayton coming up from his linebacker spot, putting the shoulder to him. No gain on the play for Giles. It'll be second down. If Brayton has an opportunity, he'll lay the wood to you. That time he put his shoulder into Giles right at the sideline. No gain on the play. Flare pass right side completed to Cage. Cage. Five-yard gain, seven-yard gain on the play, and he's brought down short of the first down marker by a couple of yards by Van Kickerix. It'll be third down and short. Third and short. Morazic there to help clean it up as well. It's third down and two for the Jimmies. Indoor territory for the first time this afternoon. 8.20 and counting, first quarter. Dort leads 7-0, courtesy a 45-yard drive. Torgerson in the gun, three receivers to the left, one to the right. Torgerson hands it off to Cage. Cage has a first down, breaks free. He's to the 35, 30, and dragged down at the 22-yard line. So Cage on the carry. Cage from the 46 to the 22, so a 24-yard gain on the play for Cage. This is a Jamestown team that had just 45 yards rushing in a loss to Concordia. Now they were playing from behind, so they went to the air almost exclusively. Had 220 yards passing. Handoff to Cage. Cage tripped up by Morazic. 
slowed up at least, and Jalen Placide finishes him off. It'll be second down and 10. Jamestown's offense this season, their scoring consisting of one field goal thus far. Now keep in mind, they just played their season opener. They are scheduled to play well into November, and actually they'll play all the way through the Thanksgiving weekend. That's what their schedule looks like currently. Torgerson back to pass. Torgerson under pressure. Still flush from the pocket. Dort pursuing, and he's going to race out of bounds after he picks up as much as he can. He'll go out of bounds at the 18-yard line. So a four-yard gain on the play, and it's going to bring up third down and six. Third and six. 12-yard line would give them a first down. 13-yard line to me looks like it would be short. Torgerson up to the line of scrimmage. It's from Billings, Montana. Torgerson back to pass. Torgerson throws to the end zone and overshoots his intended receiver, Jeremy Williams. Pass falls incomplete. It'll be fourth down. And long. Fourth and long for the Jimmies. Decision time. Looks like they will send Noah Vogelpohl onto the field to attempt the field goal. This will be a 34-yard attempt. His long this season, his only field goal attempt. He knocked one through from 23 against Concordia. Snap is down, kick is up, and the side-widening kick is no good. Misses wide left, and the Dort defense comes up with a stop. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Players shaken up for the Jimmies on the field goal try. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. And while that player is attended to, let's take a break. This is KDCR Sioux Center, back with more in a moment. Player shaken up on the field. He's escorted off of the field, and I could not make out who that player was from my vantage point. Fonts on the Jamestown jerseys, those numbers, tough to read. Carter Skibout the carry, and Skibout, an 11-yard gain on the play. It'll be, second, it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 31-yard line. Well, remember last year... One of the best individual running back performances that I have seen. Pass goes out wide, jungling, jungling up the right sideline, stays in bounds, driven out of bounds at the 39. Gain of eight on the play. It'll be second down and short. Dort went down to Jamestown shorthanded. Noah Clayberg sat out due to injury. Levi Jungling sat out due to injury. And Levi Schoenhoven showed up. He ran for 298 yards in that win at Jamestown. There's a carry by another carry by Skibot. Short gain on the play. Enough for a first down. The defenders have it at their own 44-yard line. Hand off to Carter again. Carter, three-yard gain on the play. It'll be second down and seven. Second and seven for the defenders at their own 47-yard line. Jungling to the near side along with Hubelhorst. Left side of the field wide open. They hand it off to Skibout, and that time Skibout swarmed under. And now a player for Jamestown loses his hat in the process. Offensive lineman. I believe that's Vincent 
Corral. It's going to be third down and six. Third down and six. Defenders at their own 49-yard line. Warner comes out into the slot. Fake the handoff. Clayberg's going to run option. Keeps it himself. Has a seam. He's to the 40. 35-30-25. And forced out of bounds at the 21-yard line. There wasn't much of a seam there, but uh, Clayberg had his pitch man to the right. Jamestown forced to honor that pitch man. I believe that was Skibout. And Clayberg was able to turn up field and ran up the numbers and eventually forced out of bounds. And off to Skibout. Skibout, he gets a crease. He's inside the 15 down to the 11 yard line. That's another 11 yard gain on the play for Carter Skibout. And the defenders with 4 11 left to play in the first quarter, leading 7 0 and threatening to build. First down and 10 for the defenders at the 11. Skibot is in the backfield. Now they're going to put him in the slot as they empty out the backfield. To the near side, Heisman, Jungling, and Warner. Clayberg steps up at the pocket. Pass is incomplete. Thrown down around the ankles intended for Jaden Heisman. It'll be second down and 11. Second and 11. Over on the Dort soccer field this afternoon, the defenders trailing Morningside. Two to nothing. That's in the second half. Clayberg, clock stop, back to pass. Pass is incomplete, intended for a heel horse, and we're going to have either a hold or a defensive pass interference called against Jamestown. All depends if the infraction happened, whether the, when the ball was in the air or not. Cedric Terry called for the defensive pass interference. Happened at the 70-yard line. That's an automatic first down for the defenders. 3.47 remaining. First quarter of play. Dort leading 7-0. Jamestown able to attempt a field goal on their last possession, but missed wide left. Junkling in motion. Handoff. Skibout. Skibout still on his feet as he bounces off the right side, brings it back to the middle of the field. Gains maybe three on the play. It'll be second down. So Skibout already with eight carries. Clayberg surveying. Second down and goal to go. Well, they didn't give a very favorable spot. I thought he was inside the five, but he's right at the five. Handoff Skibout. Skibout inside the five, lunging forward. Maybe gains three on the play. It's going to be third down and goal to go from the two. Third and goal to go from the two. Similar situation to the first drive for the defenders. That time they went to Junkling in motion, gave it to him, and he was able to race to the corner for the touchdown. Third down and goal to go for the defenders inside the five. They send Junkling in motion from left to right. Clayberg turns, fakes the handoff. Everyone bites on it, and Clayberg races around the left edge. He's in for the uh, touchdown. Two-yard touchdown run for Noah Clayberg. Clayberg has second carry of the day. And the defenders take a 13-0 lead, pending the point after by Zachman. So Dort started that drive 
at their own 20-yard line. March the needed 80 yards. Snap is down. Kick is up, and the kick is through. And the defenders have a 14 to nothing lead with 2.41 left to play in the first quarter. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more after this. An 80-yard, 12-play drive capped by a Noah Clayberg two-yard touchdown run. And the Dort defenders have a 14 to nothing lead with Brent Zachman kicking off. Zachman has kicked to Giles the last two times. Giles inside the five. He's going to call for a fair catch. And the Jimmies will take over first down and ten. Fair catch called for inside the 20. And that's automatically out to the 25-yard line. It'll be first down and 10 for the Jimmies at their own 25. So far in this one, the defenders have run for 121 yards. Beg your pardon, run for 72, passed for 49. Jamestown, 31 yards on the ground, 9 yards passing. Torgerson turns, hands, and a 5-yard gain on the play for the Jimmies. Morazic on the tackle. And Graldi with the carry. Frankie and Graldi, number 35, he'll check out of the ballgame now. Checking in is Josiah Cage. Full house backfield for the Jimmies. Torgerson turns, hands off, racing to the corner. And there is not much there. There's nothing there, in fact, for Carlos Julian. Julian listed 5'5", 137, trying to race to the edge. Maybe gains two on the play. It's going to be third down and three. Third and three. Torgerson directing traffic out front for the Jimmies. Under two minutes to go in the first quarter, Dort leading 14 to nothing. Back to pass, Torgerson. Torgerson's pass is complete. Out to the 40-yard line. Dort player lost his helmet in the process. Zade Nickel, no, beg your pardon. Get this. Get Javon Bowie on the catch. So Bowie... Bowie, that is, on the catch. Listed on our two deep, but seeing action here in the first quarter. Torgerson fakes the handoff. He wants to race to the edge, and there's nothing there for him. Jessup Leakey on the tackle. First player there. Loss of three. It'll be second down and 13. Second and 13. Colton Vandenberg checks out. Colin Ostenink is in. So second and long for the Jimmies. Torgerson looks to his right, gets the snap, fakes the, uh, pardon me, looks to his left then, and hands off, and there is nothing there, and Brayton Van Kickerix is having none of it. Frankie and Graldi brought down after a one-yard loss on the play. It's going to be third down and 14. Third down and 14. Torgerson, 23 of 42 passing last week. 
Facing third down and 14. They need the midfield stripe for a first down. Back to pass Torgerson. Torgerson's pass skips incomplete. Nearest player there for the Jimmies, number 86, Micah Madian. Madian unable to make the catch. It'll be fourth down as the clock stops on the incomplete pass. 19 seconds left to play in the quarter. Junkling and Cabongo are back deep for the defenders. Isaac Miles punting. Line of scrimmage is the 36-yard line. And an end-over-end kick taken by Junkling at the 25. Dodges a tackler, 30, 35, and brought down at the 39-yard line. So the defenders will take over first down and 10 at their own 39. Nine seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Dort leading 14 to nothing. Third possession of the game for the defenders. They've been able to march almost at will early in this contest. Junkling and Heisman stacked up on the near side. Now they send Junkling in motion. They hand it off to Skibout. Carter Skibout, a five-yard gain on the play. It'll be second down and five, and that's going to be the end of the quarter. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. The Dort Defenders leading the Jamestown Jimmies 14 to nothing. Dort already 126 yards of offense. Clayberg fakes the handoff. He's going to keep it himself. He's to the midfield stripe. He could go. He's to the 40, 30, 25, 20, and dragged down at the 20-yard line. So Noah Clayberg. On the play, little resistance put up that time, and Noah Clayberg, his third carry, he's got nearly 60 yards on those three carries. Clayberg sends a man in motion, that's jungling. Hand off to Skibout. Skibout upended at the line of scrimmage, falls forward. That's a five-yard gain on the play for the sophomore from Orange City. And it'll be second down and five. Second and five. Dort's been in control of this one since the start. Back to pass is Clayberg. Looks over the middle. Pass is incomplete. And that'll bring up third down. Third down. Dort leading 14 to nothing. So the defenders that time, they put Heisman over the middle. Noah led him just a little bit too far. So second down, pardon me, third down and five. Skibout is behind Clayberg. Dort with a tight end as well. Clayberg keeps it himself, weaving his way forward. Looks like he's got enough for a first down. And nothing fancy there, just simply the offensive line getting a push together. There was no hole, but there was a wall. And Noah Clayberg. Picks up the needed yardage for the first down. It'll be first down and goal to go just inside the 10. First down and goal to go just inside the 10-yard line. 
Man in motion, that's Jungling, right to left. Clayberg hands it off, ski bout, ski bout. Down near the five-yard line, so gain of five. Second down and goal to go, coming for the defenders. So Dort on offense right now, just moving their way very methodically down the field. Has been nothing fancy. 13-20 and counting, first half, Dort leading 14 to nothing. Anthony Trojan is in the contest for Dort. Lined up on Clayberg's left shoulder. Pass to the end zone for Jungling. Jungling makes the grab. Five-yard touchdown. And the defenders take a 20-0 lead pending the point after. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Brett Zachman on to attempt the point after. Blade Coons will be holding. Coons, a freshman from Van Meter, Iowa. He's also a backup kicker and punter. Need those utility players who can do a variety of things. That kick is blocked and goes wide right. Still had the leg but got knocked offline. And the Jimmies block a kick. Our score, Dort, 20. Jamestown, 0. Back with more from Sioux Center right after that. 13.09 left to go in the first half. Dort leading 20 to nothing. Kickoff taken by Giles. Giles inside the five. Brings it out to near the 20, and he is walled off there. And the defenders with a 20 to nothing lead. Good coverage that time by the kick team. That was Charlie Young who was the first player there for the defenders. Also a backup running back on offense. And Jamestown will come out onto the field trying to get something good going after giving up three scores on Dort's first three possessions. Torgerson, number five, left-handed quarterback for the Jimmies. Turns, hands off, and gives it to Cage, and there's nothing there for Cage. No opening for Cage, and that was pretty slow in developing as well. Did not hit the hole fast. And the defenders. Leading 20 to nothing. Now Jamestown, they're in no hurry right now. Looking to the sideline. Now Torgerson. Torgerson in the gun. Sends a man in motion. That's Giles. Giles in the slot. Torgerson back to pass. He's going to throw over the top to the sideline. Incomplete. Nathan Cabongo on the coverage. Jeremy Williams in the vicinity. It's going to be second down. Second and ten for the Jimmies at their own 20. This is the second of three games in a row at home for the defenders. And it should be a third down now after the Rush for no gain, incomplete pass, and it's third down and ten. Torgerson, back to pass. Torgerson to the sideline, pass is picked off by Cabongo. He could go. There's a pick six by the senior cornerback from Plano, Texas. Cabongo goes in the air, picks it off cleanly, and knows what to do from there. He races up the far sideline. And the defenders have a 26 to nothing lead, and that's where having that big physical cornerback 
pays off so much. Cabongo. 6-1-175. Second interception of the season for the defenders. Have not forced turnovers. Nearly at the pace at which they did last season. But a pick six there for Cabongo. Racing back for the touchdown. Snap is down. Kick is up. And Zachman splits the uprights that time. He's three for four on point after tries. And the defenders lead 27 to nothing. 27 to nothing our score. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more after this. Yes. 27 to nothing. Defenders with the lead. Jamestown will return the kick from the 5 to the 10 to the 15. The seam at the 20. And brought down at the 30-yard line. And the Jamestown Jimmies. Best return of the game thus far. It's Carlos Julian on the return. For the defenders, four touchdowns so far. Got a player shaken up for the defenders as well on the play. And seated at the 25-yard line. And is that Brian O'Neill? It looks like it is Brian O'Neill. And hopefully it's just a cramp. They're uh, trying to get that right leg straightened out. And O'Neill will, yep, that looks like a cramp. He'll take the walk off of the field. And the defenders. Well, the defenders, as I began to say, four touchdowns. They've got a rushing touchdown. They've got a passing touchdown. They have a defensive touchdown. A special teams touchdown, and that would fill in all the slots on the bingo card. Torgerson, pass, far side, big target. Pass is completed to Nick Davis, 6'3", 230-pounder from Plymouth, Minnesota. Picks up two on the play. It'll be second down and eight. Second and eight. Clock continuing to run. 11.50 left to play here in the second quarter. Dort leading 27 to nothing. It's been all defenders so far in this one. Jamestown did move down the field on an earlier possession. And there's nothing there for Ingraldi. In Giraldi, nothing there. And Josh Morazic, number 44, senior linebacker, catches him in the backfield. Loss on the play. It's a loss of four. It'll be third and 12. Third and 12. Torgerson has a running back in the backfield with him. Cornerback on the near side for the defenders is Mino Jones, and the pass is incomplete, intended for Engraldi. And it'll be fourth down. Jamestown forced to punt from their own 30. And back to return for the defenders will be Nathan Cabongo. Cabongo at his own 32-yard line. Punting is Miles. Miles, a 41.6 yards per punt average coming into the game. So the line of scrimmage is the 30. Spiraling kick, driving Cabongo back to the 21-yard line. 
He's to the 25, to the 30. Up the far sideline, 35. And is brought down at the 37-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the defenders at their own 37. Well, the defenders so far, three offensive possessions resulting in touchdowns. Another touchdown coming on a pick six. And now the defenders take over first down and 10 at their own 37-yard line. Ben Hubelhorst is to the near side. Clayberg is your quarterback. Looks like Trojan is the running back. I believe that's number 22 in there. Raphael Carr in motion. Running option is Clayberg. Clayberg to midfield. Breaks a tackle. 40, 35, and forced out of bounds at the 32-yard line. That'll be a Dort first down to the 32-yard line. So the defenders in business again in Jamestown territory. And the Jimmies, one time out to talk things over, trailing 27-0. Just a little over a quarter into this contest. It's been all Dort thus far. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Timeout, Jimmies, back with more in a moment. This bro- you're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. First and 10 for the defenders at the 32-yard line. And the defenders, Noah Clayberg is Trojan in the backfield with him. Carr is in the slot. Hubel Horse to the near side. Far side is... Levi jungling. Fake the hand up to Trojan. Pitch it over to Carr. Carr up the left sideline, the near sideline. And he is forced out of bounds after a gain of seven on the play. Make that a six-yard pickup on the play. It'll be second down and four. Second down and four yards to go. Clayberg. Barking signals, hands it off, Anthony Trojan, Trojan slips, kept his knee off the turf, no, are they going to rule him down? So Trojan on the carry, picks up maybe two on the play, and they will say that his knee hit the turf, so he's ruled down as he slipped. Yeah, I'm not sure that it did, but no argument being put up, and no argument would matter. Jamestown, I think they came across. And that's an offsides penalty against the Jimmies, and we'll do it again. This time, though, it'll be first down for the defenders. Dort has it first down and 10 inside the 20. Football is at the 19-yard line. Noah Clayberg has Trojan behind him. Send a man in motion out of the backfield. Clayberg looks off to the right. We've got a flag thrown as well. Passes complete to Carr over the middle. Flag thrown, though, in the backfield, and this one likely is coming back. Flag thrown right at the DU Cross logo on the football field. And we've got a hold against the defenders. And the offending party is Walter Black. Walter, the junior from Guntersville, Alabama. 
up to this point. Pretty cleanly played ball game. One of the first penalties against the defenders. It's a costly one. Dortwood had it first down and goal to go inside the 10. A little bit more work to do here for the defenders now. First and 20. Fake the handoff. Clayberg rolls right. Pass is complete. Jungling. Jungling inside the 20. Down to the 17-yard line. It's about a 13-yard gain on the play. Jungling this year. Catches are up. Yards per catch a little bit down. He had always been up around that 18, 19 yards per catch average. His first three seasons this year, more in that 12 yards per catch range. Car in motion. Handed off Trojan. Trojan breaks a tackle inside the 15 down to the 11-yard line. It's going to be short of the first down by about a yard or two. It'll be third down. Third down in the yard or two. 8.28 left to play in the first half. Dort leading this one 27-0. It's been all defenders thus far. Now, Jamestown did have one field goal attempt, but that missed wide left. Skibot back in the ball game. Clayberg sends a man in motion right to left. Fakes the handoff. Keeps it himself. Noah has the first down inside the 10 down to the 5-yard line. Tackle by Jamestown's Jordan Olson. And it'll be first and goal for the defenders at the eight, uh, with eight minutes remaining in the half. Football's resting shy of the five. Looks like it's about at the seven. So first and goal to go for the defenders at the seven, leading 27 to nothing. Play clock is at 10. Dort up to the line of scrimmage. Skibot in the backfield along with Clayberg. Clayberg, flush from the pocket, wide open, pass complete to Hayden Large. Hayden Large all by himself, and there were multiple players for Clayberg to pick from that time, and he finds Hayden Large all by himself in the near corner of the end zone, and the defenders lead it 33 to nothing. Four offensive possessions by the defenders so far, four scores. Throw in a pick six. That translates into a 33 to nothing lead thus far, and Brett Zachman is on for his fifth point after try. He's knocked three through so far. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. And the defenders lead it 34 to nothing. 34-0 our score. Back with more after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88-5. That drive for the defenders starting. At their own 37-yard line. 31 yards right off of the bat by Noah Clayberg on the carry. And the defenders end up punching it in with Noah Clayberg. The pass completed to the freshman tight end from Michigan, Hayden Large. 34 to nothing. Dort with 7.30 left to play in the first half. Jamestown on the return, a little bit of room to the 30, 35, comes to a stop and driven out of bounds at the 37-yard line. The return by Jamestown's Carlos Julian and Brett Zachman down on the coverage for the defenders. It'll be first and 10 for the Jimmies at their own 35-yard line. First and 10 for the Jimmies, trailing 34 to nothing. Jamestown, North Dakota, if you're not familiar. 
Head north to Fargo. Turn west, go another 100 miles, and that is where Jamestown, North Dakota, is located. About 400 miles from campus to campus. Pass incomplete. Brings up second down. That pass intended for Jamestown's Sydney Luna Long. So second down and 10. Torgerson. Turns, hands, gives it off to Cage. Cage racing to the edge, runs out of room after a short gain on the play. Picks up two. It'll be third down and eight. What I understand, Jamestown's football team on Saturdays when they travel south. Home base is Sioux Falls. They take that trip down I-29 to Sioux Falls. And then work from there from home for home base. And then head home after the contest is complete. Back to pass is Torgerson. Torgerson under pressure. Brayton Van Kickericks on the tackle. Van Kickericks comes on the blitz. Josh Morazic helps finish him off. And Van Kickericks comes up a little bit gimpy. Brayton will trot to the sideline. It's like the left back bugging him a little bit. But Van Kickericks that time came in almost unblocked. And that'll bring up fourth down and long. It's going to be fourth and 18. Jungling and Cabongo are back at their own 32-yard line. Line of scrimmage is the 27. Miles puts his foot into it. Line drive kick. Short hopped. And takes the Jamestown bounce inside the 30 down to the 29-yard line. That is where Dort will start. First down and 10 at their own 29. Dort leading 34 to nothing. Six minutes left to play in the first half. Suspense taken out of this one early as Dort has not allowed Jamestown many first downs. I believe they picked up one off of a penalty. Other than that, it's been pretty hard to come by offensively for the Jimmies. Clayberg looks, has a man wide open. That's Warner. Warner to the 45-40, 35-30. Stiff arms a player, stiff arms another one. And down inside the 15, down to the 11-yard line. Warner not being tackled easily. Stiff arms two players as the defenders tip the field from their own 29 on the pass completion from Clayberg. To Warner. Takes me a little while to add that one up. My math is correct. That's about a 47-yard pass and catch. Pass, catch, and run. And now a pass over the middle complete to Jungling. And the defenders lead at 40 to nothing. 40-0 our score. 5.26 left to play in the first half. And Brett Zachman on to attempt the point after. A pretty depleted and dejected Jamestown team right now. As the defenders, well, any thoughts of a letdown and uh, looking past this game today after the difficult loss last week to Northwestern quickly put to rest. That one's through the uprights, and the defenders have a 41 to nothing lead. 41-0 hour score. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more 
from Open Space Park right after this. Defenders with a 41-0 lead. James Don returning the kickoff to the 40 and ducking out of bounds at the 45-yard line. That is Carlos Julian. Julian, a backup running back from Las Vegas, Nevada for the Jimmies. And Jamestown will take the field so far. Give you just a snapshot of the numbers. Dort right now, 321, uh, 320 yards of offense. Jamestown, 41. Jamestown with three first downs thus far, one of them via penalty. Dort with 15. Dort's third down efficiency, 5 of 5 so far. Torgerson takes the snap. Back to pass. Pass is nearly tipped and falls incomplete. Intended for Jeremy Williams for the defenders. That was Quentin Murphy. A little bit of a gamble that time by Quentin. Sneaking up. Almost picking that one off. First down. Well now second down and ten for the defenders after the incomplete pass. So second down. Dort showing pressure. Torgerson flushed from the pocket, rolling. Pass is caught inside the 20, down to the 15, and a touchdown for the Jimmies and Steve Justice. Justice, a 60-yard pass and catch from Torgerson to Justice, and the Jimmies find the end zone with 5.05 left to play in the first half. And for the defenders, there goes the shutout. Jamestown now... On to attempt the point after. Point after try on the way for Noah Vogelpohl. Vogelpohl missed on a 34-yard field goal earlier this afternoon. And doesn't look like Jamestown has 11 on the field. They've got three seconds, two, and they're going to either have to take a timeout or the delay of game penalty. And so the Jimmies will take a timeout. Timeout on the field. They used the timeout. There weren't 11 players on the field. They weren't just short one. They're short at least two or three. I don't think they still have 11 on the field. Now we've got 11 white shirts, orange helmets. And, uh, Coach, you're not going to use the full timeout there. You're just getting all the 11 on the field. Dort leading. 41 to 6. So 41 to 6, our score. Defenders with 5.05 left to play in the half. Jamestown, moments ago, the 60 yard touchdown. As Torgerson was able to scramble to his right, throws against his body. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is no good. And the defenders maintain a 41-6 lead. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Kickoff brought out by Jungling to the 20, 25, 30, 35. Up the right sideline, 40, 45, 50. And tackled out of bounds. Going to tack another 15 on to the end of that one. Jungling is brought down at the 48-yard line. It's going to be a late hit. That's going to be a 15-yarder against Jamestown, and that's going to give Dort the football to start this drive at the 33-yard line. 
So Dort with easily their best field position of the afternoon so far. It'll be first and 10 for the defenders at the 33. This is KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5, 4.57. Left to play here in the first half. Near side, Hubel, Horst, and Junkling. Is that Eli Bolden to the far side? Can't make out. Yep, that's number 27 for the defenders. Eli getting into the contest. He might have been earlier this. Uh, he might have been earlier as well, and I just missed him. Bolden, sophomore from Harlan, Iowa. Storied tradition there with high school football playoffs beginning next week in Iowa. Clayberg takes a shot over the top and misses, going for Heuvelhorst. Pass falls incomplete. And we had a flag on the play as well. So flag on the play, resting at the 25-yard line. That was thrown five yards beyond the line of scrimmage. Hmm. Well, pass down the field, and one of the linemen for the defenders evidently a little too eager to get down the field. So a five-yard penalty, first and 15. Charlie Young in the ball game for the defenders, running back. Pass complete to Heuvelhorst. Heuvelhorst to the 35. Turning his way forward to the 31-yard line before he is brought down. So about a 7-yard gain on the play. It's going to bring up second down and 8. Second and 8. Nope, they're going to mark him at the original line of scrimmage for this set of downs. So put him at the 33. Fake the handoff. Clayberg pass complete. Bolden, Bolden inside the 20. Down to the... 17-yard line before he's thrown down. So the defenders leading 41-6. to In business again in Jamestown territory at the 16-yard line. Bolden is to the far side. Mitchell Van Regenmorder is your center. They snap it to Clayberg. Hands off to Skibout. And Skibout, a shoestring tackle by the Jimmies. John Sullivan got a piece of him on the way by. Skibout gains a couple on the play. It's going to be second down. Second down for the defenders. A beautiful, sunshiny, mid-October day. Don't get much better than this in northwest Iowa on a Saturday afternoon. Flags on the play come out before the football is snapped. Waiting for the officials to sort it out. And it's going to be offsides against the Jimmies. And it's going to be second down again for the defenders. Looks like about second down and two. Second and two. 3.35 left to go in the first half. Dort's been in control. Coming up at halftime, or where are they now, segment. 
So third down, pardon me, second down and short. Handoff, ski bout, ski bout. Following that wall inside the 10, down to the 6-yard line. And it'll be first down and goal to go for the defenders inside the 10-yard line. Wait for the official to mark the football. First and goal to go at the 6. Three minutes remaining in the half. Clayberg looking to his left, gets the snap, looks left again, pass into the end zone, Heuvelhorst, touchdown defenders, Ben Heuvelhorst. Able to get away from Justin Six, and the defenders with a 47-6 lead pending the point after try. Well, the defenders now with six possessions resulting in six touchdowns. Point after try on the way for Zachman. And the snap is high. Zachman will fall on top of it. And one of the rare miscues for the defenders so far today. Point after try. No good. Zachman falls on top of it. And our score remains Dort 47, Jamestown 6. This is KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Let's take a look at the Fairway Meat and Grocery scoreboard update. After this kickoff, taken inside the five, it's fumbled, picked up at the five, over pursuit though by the defenders. Now the return man has the sideline for the Jimmies, and he has run out of bounds at the 42-yard line. And that is where Jamestown will take over. Carlos Julian again on the return game you're listening to on the fairway grocery and meat scoreboard Dort leads Jamestown 47-6 currently Morningside leads Briarcliff 21-0 and it doesn't look like we have a score on the Midland versus Hastings contest make sure we get that at halftime first and 10 for the Jimmies At their own 43-yard line. Torgerson back to pass. Looks left, now looking right. Now under pressure, and he runs right into the open arms of the defenders. That's number 90. Maycomer with the tackle. Another quarterback sack for Thomas. Thomas with three. That'll be his fourth of the year. 225-pound sophomore, right place at the right time that time as Torgerson got flushed from the pocket, and they try and end around, and there's nothing there for Marcus Giles. Giles brought down immediately, and that will bring up third down. Players shaken up for the Jimmies, and that might be Giles, and he if he is out for any period of time. That's not a good thing for Jamestown. Marcus Giles averaging 11.4 yards per catch coming into the contest today, and he got hung out to dry on that end-around play. I believe it was Dortz. One of the linebackers came in untouched. It's going to be third down and 13 when we resume play. Giles on his hands and knees right now. Being attended to by the Jamestown staff. 201 remaining here in the second quarter. 
Dort leading 47-6. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. The world relies on... Giles shaken up on the play. He'll walk off the field under his own power. Our scoreboard made possible by Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center. Best and fresh, serving the community since 1991. Midland leads Hastings 22 to nothing. Dort over Jamestown 47-6, the game you're listening to. And Morningside over Briarcliff 21 to nothing. I believe it was Dakota Wesleyan and Doan were scheduled to play today as well, but that was postponed. Back to pass is Torgerson, and Torgerson is brought down. Blitz that time by Abe Abraham Stays. That's going to be a loss on the play. Looks like a loss of eight, and it's going to be fourth down. Fourth down with 125 remaining in the first half. Junkling and Cabongo back to return the punt of my Isaac Miles. So Isaac Miles puts his foot into it. That's a wobbler. And Junkling will pick it up at his own 12-yard line. Hesitates, gets a block, and now nothing there. And Junkling is brought down at the 24-yard line. That is where Dort will take over first down and 10. First and 10 for the defenders. At their own 25. Stay tuned for our Where Are They Now segment coming up at halftime of today's game. Regular segment during the football season. It'll be Jeff Summerhays. Runner extraordinaire from past years for the defenders. Clayberg keeps it himself, trying to get to the edge, and he is brought down from behind. It'll be second down and 11, so a loss on the play. Second and 11. Back to pass. Clayberg, Clayberg looks over the middle, pass is complete to Raphael Carr. Carr at his own 37-yard line. So that's a gain of 12 on the play, 17 seconds left to go till halftime for the defenders. Back to pass, Clayberg, Clayberg floats it over the top for Junkling, Junkling reels it in at the 30, down to the 25. Six seconds left. They'll stop the clock momentarily as they get the ball set and move the chains. Dort maybe with one more play to run here in the first half. Leading 47-6 in this one. And the defenders will use a timeout. Timeout on the field. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more in a moment. Well, we go back to earlier in the half when uh, Brian O'Neill was hurt on a special teams play. Thought it was a cramp, but uh, it appears now he's got a pack of ice on the outside of his right knee. He's got the shoulder pads and uh, jersey off. He is in all likelihood done for the day. Hopefully nothing serious. The defenders are going to try a field goal here. You get so few opportunities to run live game situations like this. So this will be a 43-yard field goal attempt with six seconds remaining in the half. Zachman this season, two for two on field goals. 
a long of 33, so this would be, would better that by 10 yards. Snap is down. Coons with the hold. The kick by Zachman. It has the distance, and it's good. As the clock expires, the defenders, a 50-6 lead. As we go to the locker room after Zachman knocks the 43-yard field goal through. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. With that, we go to the locker rooms. We'll be back with our Where Are They Now segment in a couple of minutes. This is KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more. This I'm Christian Zylstra, and welcome into another edition of Where Are They Now? Here on KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. Where Are They Now? is made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hall, a Gridell Mutual member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886, trust in tomorrow. Our guest today for this edition of Where They Now is a former runner at Dort University. He graduated as a member of the class of 2000, but he still has some of the top 10 times in Dort University men's track and field history. Our guest today, he's a teacher at Brantford Christian School in Brantford, Ontario, up in Canada. Joining us for Where They Now is Jeff Summerhays. Really appreciate your time, Jeff, and thanks for joining us. Let's go back to... Before you first stepped on campus as a student at Dort, for those who don't know your background, where did you grow up and how were you first introduced to Dort? Yeah, so I I grew up in Brantford, Ontario, and I would say I I went to a public school, grade school, until grade 7. And in grade 7, my parents decided to put myself and my siblings into the local Christian school. So I did grade 7 and 8 at Brantford Christian School, actually where I teach now. And then I graduated from there. I went to Hamilton District Christian High, which is probably about half hour down the road. And I went to high school there. So through the the high school, I I learned about Redeemer and Calvin. And then I also heard about Dort. On the academic side, when you went to Dort, did you have an idea of what you wanted to do career-wise? And if so, how did that impact or shape your area of focus? No, I, I didn't really. Um, in those days, uh, in Ontario, there was uh, what was called the OAC level. So if you went on to university, you would take grade 13. So um, that gave me an extra year. So when I came to Dort, I was 19. However, I still was very undecided. I didn't know really what I wanted to do. So that, that made it a little difficult. But I did know that I loved running, and I wanted to keep running, and it gave me an opportunity to, to do the running after high school. So that's really initially what would have led me there, along with my connection with Ross Goheen, which was the cross-country coach then. He had connection with Ontario as he had at one time uh, taught there. So he would come back and he would go to our all-Ontario Christian high meet. And that's how I got to know him. And then that kind of went from there as, as he would call and I got to know him. So I kind of developed that relationship with him through that. You mentioned running and you were a runner as an athlete at Dort, when did running become a passion of yours? Yeah, running was a passion pretty early on. My dad had done quite a bit with his training. He was actually a, a professional boxer for years, and he had actually boxed for 24 years. So running was a big part of that. Uh, so as a young kid, I would go out with him, wanting to be with him, and I would I would run and, and go around with his training buddies and him while they were working out. And 
my dad realized that I seemed to pick up pretty quick at it and was pretty decent. So I, I actually did really well um, probably around grade four or grade five at a, a Brant County meet. This is when I was still in the public school. And I kind of got athlete of the meet. And one of the things was the award was that I, I received a year-long membership at the track club. So that's what kind of got me involved in running a little more seriously. So around probably grade four, grade five level, I then joined the Brantford Track Club and started running year-round with them. Well, it definitely paid off because in regards to track and field, I mean, you still have some of the top 10 times in a number of events in the uh, Dort University record books. Did you ever envision having that kind of success at the collegiate level? No, I I think, uh, yeah, I didn't know really what to expect, and and, uh, it was just such a blessing to be able to run at the collegiate level and to do any sport, really, at the collegiate level. So I think I was just kind of in the moment, and uh, looking back, I see how God really was able to have his hand on my life and to guide me. Even when I didn't know exactly what I wanted to take or what I wanted to study, looking back, I can see how, you know, God was really guiding me and, and yeah, just kind of uh, had his hand on my life. And, and so, yeah, it was it was a blessing. It was a great opportunity. And, uh, yeah, I would just strongly encourage anybody that's considering sports at the post-secondary level to really consider it, to really do it. You graduated from Dort as a member of the class of 2000. When you think back to those years, what are some of the first things that stick out to you or kind of pop into your mind? Yeah, it was a great time for, for Dort, specifically in running. I think uh, our program had really um, increased. Uh, we had a number of good athletes that came in. I remember our freshman year was particularly pretty strong, and we were starting to have some good success. And I just think back uh, my sophomore year when they put in the uh, athletic center and we had an indoor track. So the facilities that we had to train with uh, for, for a school that size, it was, it was really remarkable, and, and it was a real blessing to be able to be a part of that. Yeah, we had some great relay teams as well. Looking back, we had a couple All-American teams, particularly in the 4x8. Yeah, there were some great opportunities for some great success and just being able to yeah, enjoy uh, competition at multiple levels, even at the national level. You mentioned growing up in Brantford. You're teaching at Brantford Christian School now in Ontario. When did that opportunity kind of open up, and what was what was the path like to bring you back to Brantford Christian School? When I graduated in 2000, I married my wife from Dort, and she was from Wisconsin. So we looked for something kind of in the middle. So we both got teaching jobs in Emily City, Michigan, which was kind of in the middle between Wisconsin and uh, Ontario. So we taught there for five years. We had our oldest son in, in Michigan, and that's when we really kind of made the choice to be by family. So we had to kind of move one way or the other. So it made the most sense to move to Canada. A lot of my family was still back here. So I remember coming back, and we decided that we were going to make the move. We dropped our resumes off, and I remember them saying, oh, we had, we had just hired somebody for the one position. This was the first time that they were going to make uh, grade seven and eight separate classes. And they had just hired somebody, but he said, well, the principal at the time, we'll keep your resume uh, on file and everything. And then about two weeks later, I got a phone call from them and stating that their, their grade 7 teacher had just taken a late position to a high school. That there was an opening. So, again, I can just see God's hand working. And I, I quick drove out for an interview and was offered the job. And, 
yeah, that was 16 years ago. So I'm in my 16th year at Brantford Christian School now. So uh, it's been great being able to come home and back to the city that I grew up in and where my family is. My kids have been able to grow up here as well. So. Well, and it all kind of comes full circle. I mean, your son has kind of followed in your footsteps running as a defender himself now, and he's had some really solid performances in the first couple meets of his career. What's it like for you as a dad knowing that your son Ethan is running for the same institution that you did 20-plus years ago? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's great. Um, it's great on a lot of levels. I think, one, I was really excited that he chose Dort uh, just because I knew the kind of experience that he would have. Um, I knew that the type of school it was, not only the type of running experiences that he would have, but also the type of relationships and interactions that he would be able to get and, yeah, with, with people around and people in his classes and his professors. And, yeah, it's really cool. It's really neat to see him doing a sport that I love as well and, and having success at it. It's great to see him uh, being on a team. And uh, this is probably one of the strongest, if not it's probably the strongest team that Dort has had. So it's really neat to see him be a part of that and have those opportunities over the next few years here. Last question I have for you, Jeff. We've talked a little bit about kind of the role of athletics in our lives and the way it changes over the years. What for you is the role of athletics in your life today? Yeah, athletics, they're so important. So my role, for sure, I do a lot of coaching on the grade school level. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to coach 10 years of university cross-country with uh, Redeemer University from 2006 to 2016. And no matter what level you're at, whether it's the grade school level or the university level, um, I just see an abundance of importance with it. To me, it, it teaches you so many life skills that are wrapped up into that, how to work hard for something, how to handle, you know, success, but also disappointment. Also, how to uh, work together as a team for one common goal. And I think that really is a, a micro reflection of what we're, we're all about as Christians, right? Being able to work together, being part of the body of Christ for one common goal. And uh, yeah, it, it, there's just so many life lessons that can be learned and that I've learned throughout the years of not only being an athlete, but also being a coach. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I definitely have a real love for sport. Well, Jeff, that's awesome to hear. That's all I have for you. I really do appreciate your time. Great. I appreciate the call. Thanks, Christian. A big thank you to our featured guest for this edition of Where Are They Now? Jeff Summerhays. And a big thank you to our sponsor for Where Are They Now? Made possible on KDCR by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member. Providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. That's going to do it for this edition of Where Are They Now? I'm Christian Zylstra. We have more Dort University athletic coverage coming up on KDCR right after this quick break. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Glad to have you along with me on a Saturday afternoon and a a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Winds are light. Leaves have begun to turn. It's sunshiny. It is, what, 72 degrees Today is the kind of day you sit out there in a short sleeve t-shirt and you get sunburnt. And you got that to remind you of what was as we head into the closer to the winter months. 
Dort, no problem so far with Jamestown, 50-6 to six at halftime. The defenders outgaining Jamestown, 401-91 to 91 in the first half of play. 181 yards on the ground for the defenders, 220 in the air. For Jamestown, 12 yards on the ground, 79 in the air, 60 of them coming on a touchdown pass. Individually for Dort, Noah Clayberg, 7 carries, 108 yards, 1 touchdown run, along of 35. Carter Skibot, 14 carries, 58 yards. Noah is also 15 of 18 passing for 220 yards and 4 touchdowns. Levi Jungling, 5 catches, 75 yards. Ben Hubelhorst, 3 catches, 16 yards. Jaden Heisman, 2 catches, 18 yards. Lucas Warner, 1 catch for 59 yards. Brayton Van Kickerix with a quarterback sack. Four solos, one assisted stop. Abe stays. Three solo stops. Josh Morazic, three solo stops for the defenders. For Jamestown, Jordan Olson, four so uh, four tackles. Stephen Justice, one catch for 60 yards. That's Jamestown's score so far. Cade Torgerson, six of 13 passing for 79 yards. Josiah Cage, five carries. For 31 yards. You're listening to KBCR Sioux Center 88.5. Back with the second half right after this. You're listening to KBCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. The defenders will be returning the kickoff. Abe stays. And I believe Zade Nicholson back for the defenders. So Dort getting some new players. Into the contest here as the second half begins with Dort leading 50-6. to six. Nicholson brings it out from his own 5 to the 20. Breaks it. He could go. He's to the 40. Drag down from behind. Football comes loose. It's still loose, and we've got a pile. And I think the defenders got on top of it as Nicholson got stripped from behind. And it'll be Dort football. And it'll be first and ten for the defenders. So Dort stays on, or gets on top of it. And recovering that kick, or that fumble for the defenders. That was number 18. Aaron Van Hofwagen. Jacob Loomis, the quarterback in for the defenders. And we knew this would be the plan of attack. We have a Jamestown player who lost his helmet. Carter Skibout on the carry. It'll be second down and five. Defenders getting Jacob Loomis his first varsity action. And Jacob Loomis, 5'10", 170-pounder from Colorado, Thornton, Colorado. He turns, hands off to Skibout. Skibout the ball carrier. Skibout picks up a couple on the play. It's going to be third down. Third down. And it looks like four to me. Football at the midfield stripe. Defenders staying with their skill positions the same except for Noah Clayberg being lifted for Jacob Loomis. Mitchell Van Regen Mortar, your center. Fakes the handoff. Loomis keeps it himself. And he's to the 45-yard line. Picks up five on the play, does the freshman. And the defenders with a first down. Sedort staying on the ground. To start the second half of play, it's been all Dort so far, 50-6. 
50-6-hour score. Defenders leading. Loomis turns, hands, gives to Skibout. Skibout turns his way forward, picks up four on the play. It'll be second down and six. Second and six over on the soccer field. Dort Morningside tied up 0-0. The women's game went to Morningside 3-0. Loomis in the pistol. Fakes the handoff. Plants, throws, got hit as he made the throw. Pass falls incomplete. Loomis picks himself up. And a player shaken up for the Jimmies. Player who hit him. And that'll bring up third down. So Loomis had a player open out at the 30-yard line. So it'll be third down and six. Football is at the 41. They need the 35 for a first down. Other scores in the conference today. Briarcliff Women's Volleyball defeats Doan 3-1. In football scores... Check that Morningside Briarcliff contest. Morningside leads Briarcliff 35-3. And the Jimmies will send player who was hurt, Cedric Terry, to the sideline. It'll be third down and six. Football at the 41. Anthony Trojan in the backfield along with Loomis. Loomis. Fakes the handoff. Loomis has room to run. Instead throws. Pass falls incomplete in and out of the hands of Ben Hubelhorst. And that'll bring up fourth down. Fourth down and six, and the defenders will be forced to punt for the first time this afternoon. Let's see who the punter will be. And this is going to be Blade Coons. Blade Coons on to punt for the defenders. First time the defenders have punted today. Sanoa Clayberg, his day finished unless something strange happens. Punt, return at the 11-yard line. Forced out of bounds. It'll be first and 10 after the return by Jamestown's Jeremy Williams and Jamestown will take over first down and 10 at their own 11 so not good field position for the Jimmies 13 minutes remaining in the third quarter Dort leading 50 to 6 50 to 6 our score Jamestown sends a man in motion that's Torgerson in that quarterback Handoff, and there's nothing there for the running back. That's Ingraldi. Ingraldi maybe picks up a yard on the play. It'll be second down. So Ingraldi picks up one. Second down and nine, Torgerson. 
Fakes the handoff, flush from the pocket, being pursued, and he's tripped up inside the five, down at the two-yard line, and I believe that was Colin Ostenink. Ostenink, the shoestring tackle. Quarterback sack for Ostenink, inside the five. And now the Jimmies will have it. Third down and long at their own three. They need the 22-yard line for a first down, so third and 19 for the Jimmies. Deep in their own territory. In Graldy, in the backfield, along with Torgerson, draw play. In Graldy, in Graldy, still on his feet at the 10, out to the 14-yard line. And he is brought down. So he gains 12 yards on the play. And that'll bring up fourth down. Fourth down and forced to punt. Isaac Miles will be punting. Dort should get the football in pretty good field position. Line of scrimmage is the 15. Cabango is at the 45. So let's see what Nathan Cabango can do here if he gets a chance to return it. Isaac Miles gets it away. Line drive kick. Cabango takes it at his own 42. And he is at his own 42 and struggles forward. Got to about the 48. Six-yard return on the play for the senior from Plano, Texas. It'll be first and 10 for the defenders at their own 48-yard line. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. So first and 10. For the defenders at their own 47-yard line, Loomis is your quarterback. Jacob Loomis turns, fakes the handoff. He's rolling left under pressure, and he's going to be forced out of bounds near the line of scrimmage. Pursuing him and forcing him out of bounds was Ortiz. And it'll be second down. Second down and long for the defenders. Loomis pitches right and makes the pitch to the 45 to the 40 and spun down in Jamestown territory. That's Zane Gunter. Gunter, his first carry this season, number 43. We have a flag on the play, so this one's coming back. It was back at the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be second down and long in all likelihood. Officials sorting this out. Gunter, 5'7", 185, sophomore from Olton, Texas. They're still conversing about this penalty call. 10-19 left to play. In the third period, Dort leading 50 to 6. And we still haven't gotten it sorted out, and it appears it will be. So, an unnecessary roughness penalty against Dort's. Bryce Simnocker, 
So that's marked off from the end of the play. It's a dead ball, so it was after the first down occurred. Sidort gains the first down, then you mark off the 15 yards, and it'll be first and 10 for the defenders at the 47-yard line. Keeping it is Loomis. Loomis has a seam, now trying to get to the outside, and he's going to be thrown down at the 36-yard line. They mark him down at the 36, struggling to keep his feet, and that's a Dort first down. So the defenders in business in Jamestown territory. First down and 10 for the defenders. Loomis, pass complete to Carr. And Raphael Carr, nine-yard gain on the play. So Jacob Loomis, the completion. It'll be second down and one. Second down and one. Up to the line of scrimmage, the defenders... And the handoff to Gunter, and Gunter thrown down on the play. Paul Vandal on the stop. They're going to give Gunter, though, forward progress for a first down. Clock continues to move. Nine minutes remaining in the third quarter. Dort leading 56. Loomis in the pistol. Had movement at the line of scrimmage. No call made. They hand it off to Charlie Young. Young straight ahead. Gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. It'll be second down. Second down and 10. Well, the defenders back at home a week from today. They'll be hosting the Doan Tigers in GPAC football play. So second down and 10. Pass complete to Jaden Heisman. Jaden Heisman inside the 20 down to the 14-yard line. And that'll be another Dort first down. It's an 11-yard gain on the play for the defenders. First and 10 for the defenders inside the 15. Dort taking their time in between plays. Under eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Dort forced to punt for the first time this afternoon on their first possession of the second half. Loomis fakes the handoff, keeps it. It's going to run option. And Loomis hit at the 10-yard line. So a gain of five on the play. It's going to be second down and five. Football is at the 10. They need the five for a first down. Speaking in rough numbers there. Dort looking to the sideline. New player checking in for the defenders. First time we have seen him today. That is number 82, Caleb Sharp. And at this point, getting deeper in the depth chart for the defenders. Loomis hands it off. Gunter. Gunter follows the right side of the line. And Gunter near a first down. He's going to be short by a yard or two. It's going to be third down. Third down. And a player shaking up for the Jimmies. It's like one of those interior defensive linemen. So while he's attended to, we'll take a break. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. 
Back with more from Open Space Park right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Midland leading Hastings 36 to nothing in their GPAC football game this afternoon. The defenders facing third down and two. Loomis is your quarterback. Charlie Young is the running back. You've got two receivers set to the right, one to the left. That's Bolden on the left-hand side. Mitchell Van Regan Mortar is your center. Snaps back to Loomis. Fumble on the exchange. Picked up by Loomis. Loomis has stood up at the seven-yard line. And Loomis, see if he's okay. He will come off of the field. And Loomis... Dort, a fumble, and they get on top of it. And Brett Zachman is on to attempt the field goal. For Zachman, this will be a 25-yard field goal attempt. Zachman. Snap is down, kick is up, and the field goal is good. And the defenders take a 53 2-6 lead. 53-6 hour score. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center. 88-5. 5.50 left to go in the third period when we're back right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center. 88-5. We're also live on the World Wide Web. KDCR885.com The Defenders In front, 53-6, to six, bringing it out from the 5 to the 10 to the 15 to the 20. And a little bit of room. Now he's running east and west, and Brett Zachman knocks the ball carrier out of bounds. Guides him to the sideline. Return by Carlos Julian, I believe. So Zachman ushers him out of bounds. It'll be first and 10 for the Jimmies. In their own territory. First and ten for the Jimmies at their own 41. Torgerson turns, gives to Ingraldi, and Graldi picks up eight on the play. It'll be second down and two. So second and two on the way. Second and two. They pitch it on the end around. It's a first down. And forced out of bounds. The ball carrier for the Jimmies. And that was completed to Jamestown's Jeremy Williams. Forward pitch, actually, so that'll be ruled a complete pass. First and ten for the Jimmies at the 41. Handoff in Graldi, and Graldi struggling his way forward, and uh, that is not in Graldi. That is number 36 rather than 35. No gain on the play for Jaden McCombs. McCombs, that is, on the carry. It'll be second and ten. Second and ten 
And back to pass is Torgerson. Torgerson pass over the middle is complete. Van Kickerick in on the tackle along with Bryce Christian. Pass completed to Stephen Justice. And it'll be fourth down. Pardon me, third down. Third down and short for the Jimmies at the Dort 32. They need the 31 for a first down. So third and one. Handed off McCombs. McCombs, the ball carrier, and McCombs. Dragged down from behind by Christian. Bryce Christian on that tackle. 5'11", 195-pounder from Cedar Park, Texas. There's three and a half minutes left to go in the game, in the third quarter, that is. First down and 10 for the Jimmies at the 26. Torgerson, that's Cade Torgerson, back to pass with the left hand, looking. Left hand has a man open, and it's intercepted. Interception made by Mino Jones. Mino with the... If his first interception of the year, the junior from San Diego, California. He had it. He caught it inside the five, it appeared to me. Now, did he have possession of it? Well, they got tackled, and that drove him back into the end zone. So they are going to give Dort first and ten at their own two. Jacob Loomis is your quarterback. So now Jamestown has Dort's. Offense pinned in as poor a field position as they have had. Running option is Loomis. Loomis, a little bit of room to breathe. Out beyond the five to the 70-yard line. So a gain of six, it'll be second and four. Under three minutes to go in the quarter. The defenders leading 53 to six. And the defenders getting several players some playing time here this afternoon. Hand off to the defenders. Backup running back, that is Charlie Young. I want to make sure of that. Or was that 32? It is Jake Carroll. Jake Carroll, 5'10", 180-pounder from Texas on that carry. Number 32 rather than 38 for the defenders. Loomis. Barking signals, and we have movement along the line of scrimmage, and I believe the defensive tackle for Jamestown came into the neutral zone, drawing the Dort offensive line out of their stance. And that'll be a first down. That'll be a first down on the penalty. Dort with 26 first downs this afternoon. With the carry near side, Jake Carroll. Carroll gains six on the play before he's driven out of bounds. And now they'll mark him back at the 20. So a gain of five. It'll be second and five. Second and five. Loomis looking to the sideline. And Loomis. 
As Carroll behind him, sends a man in motion, that's Carr. And off Carroll, no, keeping it is Loomis. Loomis fakes the pitch and keeps it himself. Gains seven on the play. It'll be first and ten for the defenders as they work their way out from deep in their own territory. They started this drive at their own two. And now with under a minute left to go in the third, they've got some breathing room there. They're at their own 27-yard line. First and ten for the defenders. So first and ten for the defenders at their own 27. Loomis runs option. And we've got a hold on the play thrown at the line of scrimmage. And this is going to be against the defenders from their own 27. That'll push them back to their own 17. It'll be first and 20. So Loomis, with 18 seconds on the game clock, we have movement, flags come out, and that one, timing of it off almost immediately, and Dort's going to be faced now with first and 25. So Dort going the wrong way right now, 10-yard holding penalty, and now a 5-yard false start penalty. It'll be first and 25. And the defenders don't need to run a play in this quarter. And uh, Dort was willing to let the clock run out. And now the defenders will need to send a quarterback into the game for Loomis. Loomis had blood on his arm. And it appears Jacob Salicup, freshman from California, is going to be inserted in to run. Well, they're going to let the quarter come to an end. Dort didn't have to snap the football to end the third quarter. Works out that the game clock started. Play clock allows Dort to get to the break. Leading 53-6. to six. Dort leads 53-6. We head to the fourth quarter right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. First and 25 for the defenders after the quarter break. Loomis is going to roll right. Pass is complete to Carr. Carr has to lay out, falling forward for that one. Keeps his arms under it. And they get about 11 yards on the play. Sets up a more manageable second down and 14. Don't have a lot of plays in the playbook for first and 25. Other than take a bite and then see if you can get another one. Hand off up the middle. Not much there. Gain of maybe two on the play for the defenders and Charlie Young. And it's third down and 12. For the defenders so far, Dort out gaining Jamestown 495 to 128. Dort 255 yards on the ground, 240 in the air. 
Jamestown 40 on the ground, 88 in the air, 60 of them on that scoring play. That came back in the second quarter. Loomis back to pass, throws over the top for Heisman. And Jaden Heisman comes down with it in Jamestown territory. Inside the 40, down at the 38-yard line. So Jaden Heisman, sophomore from Pella, gaining some confidence this afternoon. Goes up and makes a nice grab over the top of the cornerback, trying to defend him to no avail. Dort leading 53-6. Jacob Loomis has Young to his left. Handoff, Anthony Trojan, and Trojan, the running back. Nope, try that again. Number 32 rather than 22, Jake Carroll. So Jake Carroll getting his fair share of work in this afternoon. First and 10 for the defenders at the Jamestown 27. The defenders in no hurry. Usually that up-tempo offense. Today, though, taking their time. Here in the second half, especially. Hand off to Charlie. Charlie Young up the middle. Down to the 20-yard line. A gain of seven on the play. It's going to be second down and three. Second and three. Dort looks to the sideline. 12.30 12.30 and counting in this contest. Dort's going to move to 3-1 and one with a win here this afternoon, and they'll be back at home again next week for a 1 o'clock kickoff against Doan. Handoff, Carroll. Carroll might have gotten enough for a first down. He needed three. Looks like he got four. Just following the right side of the line for the defenders that time. And that is your offensive lineman on that near side, Bryce Simnocker. And Patrick Tovar, I believe. Where is that 52? Loomis runs option, has the edge. He's to the 10, to the 5, and brought down at the 5-yard line. That's Zachary Riley, freshman from Lebanon, Kentucky on the right side of the offensive line for the defenders. Dort run an option that time, though. Now first down and goal to go at the five. Defenders have been forced to punt once today. Also have a defensive touchdown to show for their work. Lead 53-6. to six. Looking to the sideline for the play call. Nearing 11 minutes left to go in the game. Time-consuming drive for the defenders. Started at their own two-yard line. Pitch left side over to Carr. Carr stays on his feet. And they're going to mark his knee down at the eight as he went to a cutback. So loss on the play for Raphael Carr. It's going to be third down and goal to go. Beg your pardon. Second down and goal to go. Football is at the eight. Carr very nearly able to keep his feet, but uh, they rolled his knee down. 10-25 and counting. Ball game. 
Now six seconds on the play clock. Three. Loomis sends a man in motion, and Dort's going to call a timeout. Timeout on the field. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. Dort leading 53-6. Dort with a football in Jamestown territory at the 8. Second down and goal to go. A drive that started for the defenders at their own 2-yard line. After an interception by Mino Jones. This drive started. Late. In the third quarter. Back to pass Loomis. Loomis pass is caught in the end zone. Touchdown defenders. Jaden Heisman. For a eight-yard touchdown pass catch from Jacob Loomis, and the defenders lead fifty-nine to six with a point after on the way, and we'll have a new player kicking the point after. This is Fulton Gunderson. Gunderson on to a try the point after. pending the kick, and that one knocks off of the upright. No good. And the defender's lead holds at 59-3. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more after this. Dort kicking off. Jamestown receiving at the 10 to the 15 to the 20. Out to the 30-yard line. And that is where Jamestown will start. First down and 10. The return by Jamestown's Carlos Julian. Been a busy day for Carlos. And especially after Giles got shaken up for the Jimmies. 10-03 left to play in the game. Jamestown will send their offense onto the field. New players for both sides. We'll do our best to keep track of them. Cade Torgerson is your quarterback for Jamestown. No change there. Dodging a tackler is Julian. And Julian steps out of bounds at the 43-yard line. It's a 12-yard gain on the play. Marked out at the 42. Gain of 12. First and 10 for the Jimmies. Van Hoffwagen on the tackle for the defenders, escorting him out of bounds. Julian now stationed to the right of Torgerson. Back to pass, Torgerson. Loops it over to Bowie. Bowie, the ball carrier, and Bowie is brought down at the midfield stripe. Tackle by the defenders. Maycomer makes the stop. Sipma in the game now for the defenders as well. That's Zach Sipma, freshman from Linden, Washington. It'll be second down and short. Keeping it is Torgerson. Torgerson with a seam, middle of the field. 
And he is brought down at the 35-yard line. That's a gain of about seven on the play. And that'll be a first down for Jamestown. Jamestown moving the football now on this drive. See if the defenders can come up with a stop. First and ten at the 36. Torgerson, man in motion, pitches it forward. Ball carrier. For Jamestown, that is Michael Madian. And a player shaken up now for the defenders. And someone over on the far side when they were uh, came up to make the tackle of Madian. And as that player is attended to, let's take a break. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. The defenders, uh, we've got a player hurt over on the far sideline being attended to by the training staff. And as soon as we are able to identify who it is clearly, we will pass that along to you. But it happened on the far sideline, and it happened on the tackle as Madian was uh, over near the sideline. Now the player who is shaken up is sitting up, it appears. And I can only tell you what I saw. I also, what I observed was... One of the uh, coaches on the Jamestown sideline as the trainer for Dort made the trip across was he made a signal like it was a shoulder that uh, they were dealing with. And that is number five for the defenders, Clayton Jackson, backup defensive back from Omaha, Nebraska. And he will walk to the sideline. So good to see him up and moving. Remains to be seen the severity of the injury. Chris Fagerness will now take the looping walk across behind the end zone. Athletic trainer for Dort on site for all the football games, home and away. He's as invested as anyone. Tight end, catch. That is Jonah Leet, 6'4", 270, and he's met at the 20 and brought down before he could get a head full of steam. But Jamestown moving the football. First and 10, with 7.40 left to play in the game. Cade Torgerson, the junior, back to pass. Steps up in the pocket, throws to the end zone, passes incomplete, but we're going to have a pass interference call on the defense in the end zone. And in all likelihood, that's going to go against the defenders. And Luke Jackson... So that'll be a 15-yard penalty and an automatic first down for the Jimmies inside the 10. Down to the 5-yard line. 
So first and goal to go for the Jimmies, trailing 59-6. to Torgerson. Mark signals back to pass. Left-hander's pass to the end zone is caught for a touchdown. And Sidney Luna Long on the receiving end of that five-yard touchdown pass. Makes our score, Dort 59, Jamestown 12. Point after pending. On to attempt the point after try. Is Noah Vogelpohl. And Vogelpohl after a missed point after try and a missed field goal. Knocks that one through. And the defenders have a 59 13 lead with 7.19 left to go in the game. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more in a moment. 59-13, defenders. Up in this one, fair catch called for at the 5-yard line by the defenders. And Abe stays. And the defenders, was that Carson Martin or was that Abraham Stays? I think it was Abraham Stays. First and ten for the defenders at their own 25. Loomis, hands off. Short gain on the play. It'll be second down and long. Carroll on the carry. Less than seven minutes to go in this game. Jamestown's going to fall to 0-2 this year. Jamestown scheduled to be at home with Morningside next week. Things get no easier for the Jimmies. Loomis, back to pass. Pass is complete. Still on his feet. Zade Nicholson. That's uh, Carson Brown, beg your pardon. Carson Brown, number seven. So Carson Brown on that catch. Gain of about six. It's going to be third down and three. Well, if the defenders can string some first downs together. They'll be able to basically run out the clock, but uh, they need to string some first downs together, and they get one on the carry up the middle by Jake Carroll. So Dort with a first down out to the 43-yard line. First and 10 for the Jimmies. Or taking their time, and each time you run a play, you can take about 40 seconds off of the clock. Loomis sends a man in motion. We've got two men in motion. And we've got a flag on the play. That's going to be an illegal, that's going to be a procedure call against the defenders, I believe. 
as we had two men in motion. Officials will converse. So they'll call a five-yard penalty on the defenders. So a five-yard penalty on the illegal shift. It'll be first and 15. Back to pass is Loomis. Loomis, pass complete over to Bolden. Bolden. And we're going to have a flag on the play. I believe this is going to be a block in the back against the defenders. And that flag thrown at about the original line of scrimmage for this set of downs. Get the indication from our official as well. Pretty cleanly played game up until this point. Holding. Offense. So, penalty against Raphael Carr. That'll be a holding penalty, and now it's first and 20. New player in for the defenders. Gunter back in the game. First and 20 for Dort. Loomis under pressure. Pass is incomplete. Screen pass falls incomplete. It'll be second down and 20. 4.50 left to go in the game. Dort goes, is at home next Saturday against Doan. On the road with Concordia the following week. And then host Morningside on October 31. That's what Dort has remaining here in the month of October. Loomis rolling right. Pass is complete to Carr. Carr driven out of bounds at the 45-yard line. And the defenders now with a manageable third down and eight. Third and eight from their own 45. 430 and counting. Ball game. So third and eight. Loomis rolling left. Has a man open. Pass complete to Carr. And Carr stretches out for that one on the sideline. Able to drag his feet. Gets the first down. So Raphael Carr with a first down grab for the defenders. It'll be first and ten for the defenders in Morningside territory at the 47-yard line. Nice job that time by Raffy. 5'8", 165-pounder from Santee, California. He's in motion now. Loomis is going to run option. Pitches it forward. And with the carry for the defenders is Zane Gunter. Want to get technical, I guess that should be a completed pass. Pitch that one forward. It'll be second down and four. 
Second and four at the 41. Dort in no hurry. 325 and counting. Ball game. Defenders chewing up clock, gaining yardage, very methodically working the ball down the field. Hand off to Carroll. Carroll, the ball carrier, and Carroll is stopped at the 42-yard line. Dort can take it down to about the two-and-a-half-minute mark. And if Dort picks up a first down here, they can effectively end the game. Checking into the game for the defenders, Caleb Sharp, tight end. Third down and five for the defenders, Loomis. Has Carroll in the backfield with him. Loomis pitches it to Carroll. Carroll to the 30, to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Carroll into the end zone. Touchdown, defenders. Completion. The completion to Carroll. And Carroll races up the sideline. He does the rest. And the defenders now with a 65-13 lead. 2.30 left to go in the game. On to attempt the point after. Once again is Dort's. Gunderson, Gunderson knocks it through the uprights and the defender lead is 66 213. 66-13 hour score, Dort all over Jamestown this afternoon in GPAC football play. Let's take a break, be back with more right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR 885com The defenders leading 66-13 with 2.30 left to play in the game. Gunderson's short kickoff taken at the 15 to the 20 to the 25-30. And dragged down at the 30-yard line is Carlos Julian. He's gotten a workout on his kick returns. And now the Jimmies will take the field. And they'll try to work their way down the field one more time. New quarterback in, Matt Chauvin. Chauvin is your quarterback. Man in motion. And they pitch it forward. Around the right side. That's an eight-yard gain on the play. On the pitch forward, that was to Jamestown's Jaden McCombs. McCombs with the carry, or with the pass catch on the short completion, just a little shovel ahead. Ball deflected and nearly picked off by the defenders. That was Dan Jungling almost picking that off. Daniel Junkling coming up from his safety position. And at least third down and four. Pass stops on the incomplete pass. 151 remaining. 
in the game. Shalvin is your quarterback for Jamestown. Hands it off up the middle. Short gain on the play. Turns it into about a 10-yard gain. All the way out to the midfield stripe. Bringing it out. Jaden McCombs. McCombs struggles forward to the 49. And that's a first down for the Jimmies. 1.30 remaining. Minute 30 left to go for the Jimmies. Back to pass. Chauvin, Chauvin throws over the middle and the pass is complete and wrestled down is the completion to Ryan O'Brien, O'Brien, freshman wide receiver and he's going to struggle off of the field, plenty of time, 25 seconds on the play clock, under a minute to go in the game. And Shalvin, Dort's defense, trying to make one more stop. Handoff, not much there. Short gain on the play. Jamestown does have timeouts remaining if they want to play it out that way. So far they have not. 36 seconds left to go in regulation. Dort leading 66-13. Shalvin. Matt Chauvin, back to pass, lofts it towards the end zone, incomplete, intended for Frankie and Graldi. And that'll bring up third down and long. 14 seconds left to go in the game. Hustling in from the sideline for the defenders, that's Noah Stuber. So third down and eight. 14 seconds remaining. Chauvin. Back to pass. Chauvin slings it out into the flat. Pass is complete. Short of the first down, though. And with five seconds left, Jamestown will let the clock run out. And that's your final. Dort, 66. Jamestown, 13. Stay tuned. The Wireless World Post Game Wrap is up next. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Well, it was all Dort this afternoon as they defeat Jamestown 66-13. The defenders today score on their first, I believe it was seven offensive possessions. They also got a pick six in there. And the defenders roll to the 66-13 win. Noah Clayberg, four Dort, one half a play. Seven carries, 108 yards rushing, one touchdown. 15 of 18 passing for 220 yards and four touchdowns. Carter about 17 carries for 69 yards. Jacob Loomis, eight carries for 42 yards. Jake Carroll, seven carries for 32 yards. Jacob Loomis, 9 of 12 passing for 145 yards. Jaden Heisman, Levi Jungling, Rafi Akar, all with five catches. Jungling had two touchdown grabs. Heisman and Jungling, 75 yards each. Raphael Carr, five catches for 53 yards. Ben Hubelhorst, three catches for 16 yards for the defenders. Brayton Van Kickericks, 
Six solo, one assisted stop, one sack, two tackles for loss. Abe stays, four solo stops. Colin O's tonight, two solos and one assisted tackle. Two interceptions by the defenders today. They were by Mino Jones and also by Nathan Cabongo. Cabongo had the pick six. Jamestown today, Cade Torgerson, 10 of 18 passing, two interceptions, two touchdowns, 113 yards, 60 of those yards coming on the uh, touchdown pass to Stephen Justice. Justice ended up with two catches for 69 yards. Josiah Cage, five carries for 31 yards. Jaden McCombs, four carries for 25 yards. The defenders, 35 first downs today. Jamestown, 12. Dort, 303 yards rushing, 365 in the air. Jamestown, 90 yards rushing, 150 in the air. Dort gained 668 yards. Jamestown had 240. Dort was forced to punt once. Jamestown punted six times. Five penalties by the Jimmies for 34 yards. Nine penalties for 83 yards by the defenders. Those are some things the defenders will want to clean up heading into next week when they face Doan University. Other GPAC football today as we take a look at the Fairway Meat and Grocery scoreboard. Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center, best at fresh, serving the community since 1991. Midland over Hastings, 43 to nothing. Midland now 2-2. Two and two. Hastings slips to 1-3. and three. Morningside will defeat Briarcliff. It's just a matter of what the final will be. Morningside leads Briarcliff in the third quarter, 55-3. Morningside will be 3-0. Briarcliff will fall to 0-4. And Dort defeats Jamestown, 66-13. Dort is now 3-1. Jamestown slips to 0-2. Also on the Dort campus today, the uh, women's soccer team loses to Morningside. 3 to nothing. Men trail Morningside 4 to nothing. You just listened to Dort defeat Jamestown in football and the Dort Defender women's volleyball team is on the road to Fremont, Nebraska taking on the Warriors this afternoon. That will be a 5 o'clock start time and you can catch that via the Midland website. GPAC football next Saturday. Midland is at Dakota Wesley and Morningside's at Jamestown. Concordia visits Northwestern and Doan is at Dort. That'll be our next football broadcast. We'll have volleyball this Friday night when the defenders host a pair of GPAC volleyball matches this weekend. They'll play Friday night and then on Saturday as well. That's going to do it for a broadcast. For KDCR Sports, I'm Mike Biker wishing you a pleasant good afternoon.